Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. And how are you this week, Ellen? I am okay. Hanging in there. Just okay? Yeah. A little tired. I worked out today. Oh, get out. <laughs> I did. And Where'd I am go? tired. LA Fitness. They have oh, a yeah. class for old ladies, you know, where we Stop. use light weights. Yeah, Stop well. Stop with the old ladies. I mean, it come is, on. It's mostly old ladies, a couple of old men. Yeah, but you don't fit in the old lady category. Well, I try not to. That's why I'm doing it. But, well, yeah, we, we pump a little weight for an hour and do some crunches and is stuff it, like that. You do it as a group? Yes. Oh. I like doing classes better than just doing stuff by myself. Why? It's a lot of fun. So, in other words, what you're saying is you need to you need the motivation of a group. Yeah. To, yeah. Hey, maybe that's why uh, maybe that's why you clicked in in the uh, family groups that you go to. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of a, yeah. a group person. I'm always looking for a tribe. Yeah. And I kind of found it there. Cool. You know, it, it was it it was what I needed at the the time that I started going. I'll put it that way. Yeah. You know, I was facing a situation that I didn't understand, that didn't have a solution, and that really, you know, was one that I couldn't fix, but I wanted to. Let me ask you, though, do, do, does um, does that come up, like, say, in other aspects of your life, when when you reached out for help with understanding addiction and what was going on with the uh, with your family through that point, if something else arises, a different real life situation arises does it key you to say maybe i should seek help in that aspect too or definitely okay so you're past the you're past the point of um which is which is great because that because that there says that you are recovering from because if you took another real life situation and said well i can handle that it's just the same thing that you said when on the on the uh, former side of, of addiction. Oh, well, yeah. Know? I mean, initially, when addiction happened, the first thing I, I did, you know, I work in healthcare. I know everything, right? right. I've worked in psych hospitals and rehabs. Mm-hmm. And my first thought was, well, okay, I'll get her into rehab and they'll fix her. Right. And I got her into rehab and a very nice, expensive one, and then they threw her out. So, <laughs> And yeah. then she was in IOP and she stopped going and then she got arrested and at that point, I needed help. I didn't know what to right. do. Right, and what was the common denominator? She. She. You know, yeah. yeah but, well, but, it was just so out of control completely, and I yeah. kept thinking, this will do it. This will fix it. Yeah. And it didn't, and it mm. didn't, and because it didn't. Because they said so. Yeah. And, you know, I guess I guess it's all part of um, growing up and learning how this disease is so cunning, baffling, and, and, and insidious that it gets it gets everyone, and it is lying to you while it is lying to your loved one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I really, truly thought that she could just stop. Yeah. And that was not the case at all. You need a serious education. You, you need to, you needed to gain a serious education to True. find out that that I wasn't, did, and yeah. and that's one of the things that the groups did was teach me first of all that I didn't cause it, uh-huh. I can't cure it, and I can't even control it. And the second thing they taught me was that it is a disease. I didn't yeah. think it was. 
you know, like many people who are not familiar, intimately familiar with the behavior that goes along with it, I thought mm-hmm. it was moral failing and, you know, I was very judgmental in the past. Which in a way it is, you know what I mean? But um, Well, I, you I think know, it yeah. maybe contributes to moral failure, but it's because yeah. you got this oh, yeah, no, because you, yeah. overwhelming compulsion and obsession exactly. that just nothing is going to get in its way. Nothing. Exactly. And, you know, I, on any given point in time during the day, week, month, year, I can... I can fall on either side of the argument, and I'm the one that has, you know, that that's living with the disease. Right. But I can, but I can fall in any type of, I don't want to say negative justification, but maybe, um, uh, from an outsider's point looking in, you know what I mean? Like, you know that that you know they use it for funding, and they you know they use the word for funding. They use, you know. The disease aspect of it, because you look at, you know, you, you throw two diseases on the table and you say, okay, cancer and addiction. Yes, you keep at, you know, cancer, you have no, no you, you can only suppress it. Um, where addiction, you can arrest it. And, you know, recovery is possible. It's not always necessarily so with with addiction either, but um, well, I you know some people say, well, look at diabetics. You know, yeah. they eat sugar. They're let's not, not get into the to. let's not get yeah. into the yeah because I don't want to I don't want to um, I mean I, I'm well aware if it's I'm well aware it's a disease. I just at some point I hear people say um, good positive responses to. It not being a disease. So, I mean, however it affects you and however you choose to embrace it, like, you know, with the, with the uh, substance abuse disorder and all of that, however you choose to embrace it, as long as your life is getting better exactly. and recovery is your main aspect, no matter how you spell it, doesn't make a difference. You, you're still walking towards that end goal of making yourself, your family, your community, and everyone who deals with you on a daily, weekly, monthly basis um, better people for it. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, the, the while that was coming out, a, a thought went into my mind about, about making better people, you know, people better for it. Uh, when I first got clean, I remember people – Stopping my mother in the grocery store and, and uh, you know, why is it that your son can get clean and my daughter can? Or why is it that your son can get clean and my nephew just passed? And, you know, um, I, I, she never had a real good response for that. Because there is no real there is response no, for it. Yeah, there, you know what I mean? It's like it's one of those mysteries yeah, of life. Yeah, really, I, I've you know? been blessed. And, and who am I? to willfully give back what was freely given to me. You know, like like when, I mean, for many, for a long time, I had 30, 60, 90. So I was given quite a few choices. I mean, uh, quite a few chances um, until ultimately, you know, my saturation point said enough is enough. To, um, you know, dying is a better option than living right now. So maybe you might want to try the living one. Just to see if it, you know, really, it really isn't. <laughs> yes, just to see if really it really works. isn't your option anymore. You know, um, and so so fortunately enough, I heard something and I just kept coming and kept coming and 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 it started working, and you know, it's changed my life immensely. But I get the people who bounce 
per se. You know what I mean? Like there's no there's no golden ticket when you walk in the door and say I've had enough. You may still be lying to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Sadly, you know, there's no there's no golden ticket where you walk in and say, you know, we can see it in your eyes that you're done. No, you know, because because I don't know how many times I were was shaken off and you know gained five or six or seven pounds and I feel good and the better I felt, the more I wanted to get high. So, so the compulsion, the obsession, were still with we're you. We're still there. The obsession was not taken away for quite a while. And, and I think, looking back on it, um, I think for me that was, that benefited me. Because it, 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 it made me focus more on what it was that I wanted to do. I knew that I could go out there and get high in a minute. I know I can do that today. I mean, being 29 years clean, um, today's still a good day to get high. But I have a lot more tools and a lot more energy going in the opposite direction of that addict that's still in me. You know, if, if, I, if I clarify and classify myself as having the disease of addiction, then I have to own the responsibility of that as well. Right. And the backside of that is there is still that crazy addict in me. If I choose to use, that's who I become again. I morph right back into that thing. And, um, you know, so I have a healthy awareness of where it will bring me. And I think because the obsession wasn't immediately taken away, that I can look back on that time and use that as a gauge of, do I really want to go through that again? You know, because because being human, I, we get a candle burner in the studio. I know that that flame is going to hurt me. Right. But if I'm into pain, yeah, I have no problem right sticking my there. finger in that candle. Uh, with With addiction, it's the same thing. I know what's out there. Am I willing to pay the price to get? No, absolutely not. And, you know, the thing that scares me is people who forget that. And it's not like they don't have a healthy life, a productive life, being clean and, and sober or whatever word you want to use. Um, but they forget where they came from and they start looking down on the people that are coming on coming up behind them. And you've experienced that. I and mean, we, we all experience it. Unfortunately enough, I didn't have to experience much of it looking up because we, Narcotics Anonymous that I chose to use um, was pretty much brand new in my area. So we had no cookie cutter mold to follow. We had no, we were the ones that had to kind of figure it out as we went. And today, going from place to place to place, yes, there are differences in the states or even different counties, how they run meetings and how the, but the message is the same. Yeah, that's one of the things that I've found, you know, traveling for work. Any place that I am, I can find a meeting. Right. And a lot of times I go to a meeting, even though I don't know anybody there. And, and everything that we, you know, the, the format is pretty much the same, the message is the same the people 
have the same issues, and everyone is welcoming and kind. I don't think I've ever had a bad experience, no matter where I went. Well, um, I mean, no. I think I've had, I think, you know, and, and I can agree with you on that. I think I've had um, strange experiences. Well, you know, yeah. like I went, to a, I went to a meeting in, in Argentina, and... Well, did you speak their language? Uh, no. I didn't speak their language. They didn't speak mine. So, like I said, it was a strange. Yeah. But you can feel who, it still. But who is an addict was in blue. Ah. Uh, the readings were all the same exact yes. colors. I couldn't read what was on the page, but I knew exactly what those mm-hmm. words say. So I could go to Saudi Arabia and go to a meeting, blue. Zimbabwe, blue. Right. So it, it gave me. It gives me that familiarity, and I think that's one of the reasons why there's that consistency. Now, like I said, there are meetings that are different, you know, like uh, for even from one city to another. Like, would they say they celebrate birth- birthdays, and this one celebrates anniversaries, and they do it once a month, and and they do it, like, uh, every week, or, you know, those are all the different um Autonomous, right? Things I mean, that, each yeah. group is is autonomous, yeah. Except in matters affecting another group, or and that blue, the fellowship if they as cha- a whole. If they changed that reading from blue to gold, then that kind of throws the basic message away when it, when somebody comes in and they don't feel comfortable and they want to grab that blue reading and look at it and go, well. I can't read this language because <laughs> it's in Japanese, but I know I, I know have, what who is an addict in my yeah. hand. Yeah. And even even with Alcoholics Anonymous, it's the same thing. The books are always the same color. You know? Yeah, we have the same in Al-Anon. Yeah. And I think and, that... And in Arnon, too. The, the uh, conference-approved literature is pretty standard. You know, the covers are the same. The, just the words are in whatever language they need to be in. Right. Yeah. And that familiarity... Like you said, you 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 you've never had a a bad experience. Um, I think because the f- you're walking into not a known environment because you don't know the people there, but you're walking into a familiar situation. Correct. Yeah. And and I know everybody there has the same issues, fears, you know, desires, wants, whatever right. that that I do. So. You know, yeah. Wherever I go, I can I can find there. I did go to one at a, a, a big rehab in Atlanta, and there were a lot of people there, which is kind of unusual for for my fellowship. And only a few people spoke. You know, a lot of times, yeah. sometimes there's speaker meetings. So there was space in between the. No, the, there were the like three spoke. or four people, and they just talked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you could you could find that anyway. You could go. Well, into- uh, there are time. You know, they say limit your your you know talk to two minutes or whatever. And but sometimes people need to talk. I'll tell you what. I've been at, you know, not to cut you off, but I've been at places where you know they say that and they have a little leg timer. Yes, me too. That's like, a little on, too controlling that's for me. A, there yeah, may be somebody yeah. who needs to talk and there may yeah. be somebody who needs to hear so what they have to all, say. That's all part of like the strange experiences. Yeah. It's well, not a bad yeah. experience, but yeah, it's a strange it's just, experience. Sometimes they're different, but you know, I think the spirit, you know, these groups are spiritual. These programs are spiritual. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean that that's I mean the, the hopefully the group is spiritual. That's the idea behind it. Is you know, is spiritual growth so that 
you know, you can learn to deal with whatever life is throwing at you. Right. Whether it be this, I mean, honestly, I think these programs could work for anybody. And as a matter of fact, my son has been having some difficulties, not substance use related at all. But I suggested to him that he go to an AA men's meeting and just sit there and listen. And listen. And he's been doing that. He just goes in and sits and listens. Because the message is something that really everybody needs to hear. It's a message oh, uh, very of acceptance much so. very of, much so. and you know, you can, higher yeah. power. Uh-huh. And, and, and you can substitute whatever you need to um, to hear the positive to hear the positive thing that you need to hear. Exactly. Like you know, like I mean, and he had been in AA uh-huh. uh, several years ago for, for a short time, and it made a huge difference in his life. So it's you know he was familiar with how it worked and everything. Right. But, you know, it's helping him. It's helping him, and I, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm a firm believer in twelve-step programs. I know they don't work for everybody. I don't know why. Um, well, you know, I, I, I think that you know, they can work for everybody, I, because it didn't work for me for a for a long time, and and it was because I chose not to embrace what was. There, I mean, I, I, you know, it's not something that they're going to jam down your throat when you right. walk through the door, right. and you have to eat it. This is something that is put on a plate, and if you don't like the way it looks when it's served, you don't have to you eat don't have it. To take it, and you know, I think for many of us, the uh, the uh, the disease doesn't allow us to be able to sit still with ourselves long enough to be able to hear. What is said? We will be going to break right this moment because um, I said so. Dial eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. That's eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. We'll be back in a moment. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent, inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision-making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Ready to transform your health and your world? Join host Melissa Alexander for Insight Living with Vitality. Melissa and her guests go behind the scenes on what it takes for practitioners and clients to transform themselves and others. She provides insight to medical procedural breakthroughs, available product resources, and explains lifestyle choices designed to improve and expand your vitality. It's time to get rid of that baggage, remove those blockages, and prevent buildup from hindering your progress in life. Tune in every Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific 
Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And we're back, because I said so. Um, <laughs> this is because I said so. Because I said so. Show. Yeah. Tonight. No, it was. It was just. It was strange. I had something else on my mind that I wanted to say, and I knew that we had to go to break, so I didn't know how to. Because I said so. Um, so I guess my mother's furniture ultimately made it up to Massachusetts. Oh, how long did it take? Two they weeks. Picked, they picked it up on the eighteenth. Well, well, when I signed the, when I signed the stuff, the guy said that it can be there between the twentieth and the first, which was last month. Right. So I'm like, okay, that's that's a, yeah. like a week to ten days. That's cool. And then I, my mother called and said, "Where's my stuff?" And I said, "I don't know. Yeah. I'm calling." And the the guy that. You know, the manager of the company said, uh, oh, it says on your stuff the 8th. I said, yeah, that's not what the... Oh, goodness. Well, good thing she didn't need it, right? Oh, well, we can get it up there for $1,200 more. I said, no, I can just sit and wait. Oh, for heaven's sake. Yeah. So ultimately, her house sold before she even got her furniture. Wow. Yeah. Well, she all... Well, I guess she's not all settled in, is she? Uh, well, hopefully, well, no. I mean, hopefully, they were they were supposed to be there at nine o'clock delivering it. Yeah, but then you got all the. It takes weeks for me to put everything together. So she's got. Yeah, yeah. She, she'll still be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Actually, I don't. I don't know. I didn't call there today because I figured one they would be busy and two, somebody would be cranky because. <laughs> so I figured. Maybe don't listen to cranky, huh? Yeah. So I figured just. Uh, So um yeah so back on back on meetings you know like I've been to like you said different meetings and when I when I first got uh came started coming around the I went to a fellowship where it was very cold um direct different than me yeah you know I claimed being an addict and I told I didn't belong, but I think that has changed immensely oh, over it the has. years. It has, you know. I, I say I think, but I I know it has because I've been in places where, but but I also know how to act now. I also know how if I'm going into a in, into a twelve step uh, program or a twelve step meeting, I know 
not to not to be the chameleon like I was out on the street to be who you wanted me to be. Right. But I know the verbiage to be able to speak to what it is that I'm supposed to be speaking about. You know, there are um, there are people that um, they bring vans from. And like I said about the people who forget where they came from, they bring vans from um, rehabs or they bring vans from detoxes or whatever. And the and the the people don't know they're in there. They're they're probably five days clean, sober, whatever you want to call it. And you know they sit in the meeting and they want to share and they raise their hand and they say you know, uh, or, or while they're talking they say something about being sober. Yeah. And some knucklehead with. 15 years goes welcome like welcome you know like yeah yeah what does that mean yeah because they're saying sober you know in in other words you know use the proper verbiage these the places don't teach them 12 step uh how to act there's no there's no, no I did I never went to all the detoxes that I went to and when I say detox it was the the rehab of today all the all of the thirty day programs that I went to, there was never a class in how to act in a meeting. Yeah, here here's here's the format. I know it it's very strange, and I think there are people that walk into a meeting and they find the structure and the you know the rituals or whatever you want to call it so right. weird that they don't go back. I mean, I thought it was a little. My very first meeting scared me so bad I didn't go back for a few months. Yeah. You know, because they were talking about things that I hadn't experienced right. yet, and I didn't think they were going to happen to me. But when they did, I remembered mm-hmm. that, and I went back. But you know, there there are in my fellowships. We read the twelve steps, we read the twelve traditions, mm-hmm. and we read the concept of the month. That takes a while. Yeah, you know, we have a long welcome that we read. There's a newcomer's yep. welcome. And there are people who feel like, let's just get down to the meeting and let's do this. You know, we also have a, a long report about all the stuff that's going on. But the, the funny thing is, is that people want to get want to get down to the to the conversational part of the meeting or yeah. whatever. And then they don't share. After the meeting, they go, man, why don't we? Why don't we just get right to the right to the the reason yeah, why? Yeah, why we're are we here. reading all this stuff? Well, let's you just, had nothing you know. to say. Well. <laughs> I think once you get used to it, too, you see the 12 steps, and and they mean something. So it's important to to hear them. Yeah. And we have each, you know, we go around the room, and each person reads one. Um, and I know in other fellowships I've seen where one person reads the whole thing. And there are some that skip reading the traditions. And, you know, it it, it all depends on what meeting you're going to, but... I think the the structure is important, and I think keeping the steps and the traditions and the concept and concepts in mind right. are also important because that's that's all part of your spiritual growth, mm-hmm. and and we need to be reminded of that. Yeah, and and it, once we start deviating from the blue, then what is it that yeah. we're doing? You know. And one of the, I think one of the reasons that these programs have lasted as long as they are, and they're exploding into other areas too. Uh-huh. I mean, we've got Overeaters Anonymous. Right. We've got Codependents Anonymous. <clears throat> we've got Anonymous. Drug Addicts Anonymous. Gamblers Anonymous. I mean, you could go on and on and on. Right. There must be something to it, or it wouldn't 
be continuing to pol- proliferate into other areas. People wouldn't other be mimicking it if it was broken. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There must be something to it. Does it work for everybody? No. And you know, the uh, we, I, I guess last, uh, not last week, week, week before, um, Arnie was saying that uh, he went to a Gamblers Anonymous meeting in 1964. Yeah, sometimes. Was it? Long, long, long Yeah, ago. so that's been around forever, and that's something that, you know, we always say, and we have Gamblers Anonymous like it's new. You know, that's something that was a shoot off of, of AA. I've never I've never looked at their literature. I don't know word for word if it you know what I mean, but I'm sure it's based on I'm sure it's same, based on the same twelve. The same steps. spiritual principles. Yeah. 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 Because all of the other ones are, you know, you yeah. you change a word here and there and that's it. You know, I could recite them verbatim at this point without you know, reading anything. Right. Because well, they're pretty I, much the yeah. same everywhere. Yeah, no, that's true. You know, and after years of hearing them, and I, for many, many, many years, went to a meeting every single day mm-hmm. because I was, I needed it. Right. I, I needed the, I don't know, the, the reinforcement. And well, the, well you, yeah, well, you needed, you, you, you know, and I, and I think that's what happens where, um, like, say, my obsessive, the obsession that I had. They they replace the obsession or the 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 act of running around crazy. They wanted to get me addicted to something else, right. and my obsession slowly went into staying clean, and use and abuse left. So for you, your your need maybe at that time was to make sure that you stayed focused on what it was that you had to do to get to. Uh, well, it's taking yeah, the focus point. off the addict and right. putting it on yourself because as long as you're focusing on the addict, number one, you're going to be miserable, and number two, you're not helping anybody, but especially not yourself because there is nothing you can do for an addict until they're ready to really get help. Exactly. Exactly. And, and you know, that's... <clears throat> it's, and it's a hard pill to swallow. Well, even on even on even being an addict, being a recovering addict, and um, trying to steer someone right. in the right direction, it's it, you're wise to stay away from it. But how do you? you <laughs> well, know you what don't. I mean? I've seen a lot of people come in yeah. and out of your house because you're trying to help them. Yeah, and that you know that's that's part of giving back. And I think, you know, that's another thing. You know, you keep going mm-hmm. and you see people who were where you were, you know, a year ago, three years ago. Right. And I, you know, and I can say, I know how you feel because I do. And Right, but you can't chase them and no, try to save no, them. No, but if and, they yeah. want to talk to me yeah. and, you know, how did you do this? How did you do that? How did you mm-hmm. deal with this? How does this make you feel? I can, I can do that. Yeah. You know, and we can spread the message. I yeah, did a lot of service that, too. Service helped because that's how you get to know people in the program. But it, you know, it's it was helpful helpful for me because I felt so isolated. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden, everything that I had planned, you know, and the things that you expect for your children to do as they grow up, all of that went away. Right. And I remember sitting in an a family you know, at some rehab in a family session, and they said, your dreams are gone. And I was thinking, no, they're not. (laughs) 
But, you know, my dream eventually became, please, please, please stop using. Yeah. And that was the only thing I cared about. Or, you know, and then it's don't die. Right. That's the scariest one. And then, you know, don't get arrested. All of it. All of it. So. Yeah, no, you know, um, I think that the, you know, we we have in the past, we've, we've cut up how facilities work and we've cut up, you know, maybe they should do this and maybe they should do that. And, you know, uh, the, 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 the cookie cutter mold of let's just, let's just cattle them through and cattle them back out. And, um, I think for the most part that model is well intended. Yeah. I it agree. just definitely doesn't fit. It didn't fit people 30 years ago. Well, it's fueled by insurance payments. Right. And they don't want to pay for more than that. They might pay for six weeks. If you're lucky, you'll get two months. But some of the best programs are free. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're more charity-based and they're long-term. But I think part of what they do is make people actually work. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, I can see maybe the first few days you're, you know, withdrawing, you're sick, whatever. Yeah, but after that, if you're, you know, in a, in a real fancy place with, you know, a nice room and mm-hmm. an ocean view, whatever. Um, yeah, you go to start learning how to be a productive member of yeah, society. Yeah, you're not going to be, yeah. you know, you're you're just probably sitting around with everybody else complaining about, you know, the staff and this and that. Yeah. You know, like people tend to Too do. Too much in your head. Yeah. Get out and start doing the dishes or something. Yeah, exactly. I think if, if everybody had a purpose, because yeah. that was one thing that I saw in my daughter when she figured out what her purpose was, mm-hmm. she got better. Yeah, and I think I think that happens with a lot of people and and you know, you struggle and struggle and try to find out and I didn't I didn't find a vocational purpose, but I ultimately did find out what my purpose was. Right, and I think you know it wasn't. Some people need the um, vocational stimulation. Like I mean, that it worked for her. Once right. she, once she found that, she she just went with it, and, right. and she's she's. Well, she actually achieved something. You know, she went through a program. She graduated. She took a state test. She passed yeah. it. You know, so now she's licensed, and she can actually get a job. And you know, start a business. And, 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 well, and then, but then she even had to take all the steps to get through all the hardships of uh, heartache of her past. Right. So you know what I mean. She's she's doing it. Well, right thing. even going to jail in the middle of school, and they let her come back. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, the determination that she showed, I was so proud of her. I was yeah. so proud of her. Yeah, and if and if if. People had to walk through the same path to get to where she is, then there's a positive outcome. Granted, there's a lot of heartache and headache oh, yeah. getting to that point. I, I mean, can I barely my, even remember that period of time. It was so yeah. excruciating. You know, even with the programs and everything, you never truly feel safe. No, when somebody's out there. I mean, we as we as humans have that built-in. I don't want to say forgetter, but like we get number as time. Well, time heals. Uh, yeah, and because uh, if not, we would be basket cases. Oh you know? yeah. Um, yeah. 
fortunately enough, the the wreckage of the wreckage of the past only becomes real again immediately if someone within your family unit starts doing the same thing. Right. You know, and and I've seen people that you know I got clean, I got clean with their younger brother or sister. All of a sudden, twenty years later, starts acting out, and all of that chaos just just hammers right back into yeah. that family again. You know, and yeah. and um, or one of their kids, God forbid. But that yeah, happens no, right, a lot. Exactly. Yeah, a no, lot. that happens more than not. Yeah. You know, in, in in today's world, you know, like somebody who's got twenty something years clean, and all of a sudden they're dealing with yeah, their a teenager child who's acting out and doing the same thing they did, and I I have seen a lot of them come into our programs, mm-hmm. and and they don't know any more than we do, you know, the non addicts, what to do and how to handle it because you can't no. You can't handle it, but you want you want to so badly because it's you know everybody's suffering. But what we tend to do, I think, is focus on the addict, and we don't focus on the other members of the family who are suffering a lot. Exactly, and, and it causes a lot of of family breakdown. It really does. I mean, it really, really does. I know my son felt pushed to the side because my focus. Even when I was doing things for him, he knew that, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm worrying, I'm thinking, I'm, you know, how, you know, what's she doing? How can I, how can I fix this? But how many, how many kids have the, uh, how can I get the attention back on me? Oh, I think a lot of them. Yeah. Probably most. Yeah. And, and that's the, that's the, um. The tough thing about it, I mean, the you know, and they start acting out as well. Dial eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. That's eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. We will be back in a moment. Because you said so. <laughs> Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you tired of the healthcare system only treating your symptoms and never addressing the root cause? Discover how integrative medicine can resolve health issues through dietary and lifestyle changes and the use of natural supplements. Increase your energy, memory, mood, immune system, sexuality, and more. Join Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton to help you take back your health with natural evidence-based solutions. Tune in every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness Channel. Have you figured out what to attract in your life in order to make it successful? There are those who can and those who can learn. Your intensified energy gives you willpower to move the bar forward and be happy. Happy people spread their energy throughout their lives, and once they figure it out, go on to be successful at nearly everything they set their mind to. Join host Ellen Morano and her panel of guest experts and co-hosts on Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life, Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Health and Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin, breast cancer survivors and advocates. They help by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. 
Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We got the power to change the world. Is your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. We are back. Um... You know, I want to, if, if anyone wants to, that is listening, want to come on and share about uh, what it is that they can bring to the recovery community, please, by all means, send me an email, ray at miraclesandrecovery.org. That's ray at miraclesandrecovery.org. We will send you a media packet, and you can come on and share your uh, story. I mean, even if you just want to share your experience, strength, and hope, by all means, this is this is a show for you. Um, our audience seems to like to listen instead of speak so well that's okay where yeah. where where have we been heard recently did you get a report i did um let me look is there anywhere particularly interesting well every place is well i know i'm i'm always surprised when people on the other side of the world or you know i mean it's yeah, what, eight o'clock live, at night yeah, here yeah and see. it must be late <clears throat> late where you guys are, and we really appreciate you tuning in to hear us talk. United States, Ireland pulling up the oh, there we go. close second. China, Canada, Spain, Germany, Japan. Yeah, and some of those places yeah. it's probably after midnight. With, with good numbers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not just like ones and twos, but, you know. Well, that again, thank you all for listening to us. And, very much so. And we would be very happy if you wanted to call in, even if you want to ask us a question. And if you want to ask a question but you don't want to uh you don't want to do it on air if you if you you need any assistance with a loved one or you need a question answered or anything like that that you don't mind us speaking over the air, uh send me an email. Ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. I'd say you can send Ellen one at Ellen at miraclesinrecovery.org, but when was the last time you checked your email? <laughs> I think it's been years. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, so just send just send it to me, and we can uh, we can go from there. If you have any, you know, there there is. I mean, I still need to get in touch with the gentleman that we were going to have on f- to talk about uh, CBD oil because I mean, I kn- I just saw another thing, uh, another article today on my Google uh, alerts every morning that. Um, it's working very well with stress. Well, you know, I have a cat who is very stressed out, and he's so stressed out that he licks all his fur off. So I took him to the vet, 
and they said they could put him on Prozac, but they didn't want to, and they suggested Kitty CBD oil. Do they sell it? They do not. However, a lot of places do. So, you know, there are a lot of shops now that, you know, you see the sign out, we have CBD. Well, I saw one of those, and I walked in, and I said, do you have cat CBD? Oh, yeah. Cat CBD, dog CBD. I think there may be even some for birds. Now, where was this? Um, it was in Jensen Beach. And what was the, what was like the potency and stuff? I don't know. I, you know, the, the, he brought it out and said, this is for cats. We did try giving it to the kitty for a while. It did not seem to help his particular case of anxiety. Yeah, because well, I don't think you can sell it at the at – the, uh, I don't think you can legally sell it in Florida at the – Yeah, at the high – Prescription yeah. level. I mean, I got it for Aries through – different channels when she was suffering before she had her leg taken off right. and um it, it worked incredibly i drops in her food a little bit more than drops it was like a half a a half of one of the uh droplet things a syringe yes not the syringe the um uh, the dropper you know oh, the, the drop the, yeah the, the dropper, the dropper. Thing, yeah. i put that in her food and uh she ate it and i'll tell you it, it worked through all the way through, and I stopped maybe three or four months after her uh, surgery, mm-hmm. and when when she was running around like a nut. Yeah, and I mean, I probably should have stayed with it, you know. But you know that that probably gave her eighteen more months, whereas the doctor said that. Uh, it normally the cancer normally grows back within three to four months, mm-hmm. and you know I, I kept her on that while she was going through the chemo, and um, she she never missed a beat. No, she really you know, didn't. I, I wish mean, I had it. I wish amazing. I had it for Sniper when we uh, when we put him through chemo. He did twenty five weeks and yeah. like walked through it like. So all you got for me. <laughs> yeah, he was a tough dog. <laughs> yeah. We're talking dogs here now. Yeah, and he and he lived three and a half years later. I know he was. Well, you, you always have amazing dogs. You really yeah. do. Yeah. But yeah, we we did try. You know, he didn't like the taste of it. You know, did you he, put it on his tongue or did you put it in his food? No, we put it on his tongue because he shares the food with the girls. Oh. We have three. Yeah. And I think they're the reason that he has such terrible anxiety, to be honest with you. He was the first, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 But you figure he would have gotten over it by now. Well, he's he likes to sit outside and just stay away. Yeah. So. Yeah, but anyway, the, the, you know, I would I, love I think to. There's, yeah, there's actual, you know, evidence that it's helping people mm-hmm. with opioid addiction. With everything. Yeah. You know, even the even the um, there's a uh, a video on YouTube, I think it is, where it's someone who has Parkinson's. Right. Yeah, and like after a couple of minutes, he's just calm and laying the there. Are and gone instead of giving behind that his horrible and, medication that gives you dementia and all. Yeah, that. and you know, I I don't see why. And I think we're getting to a point in this crazy world that we live in that um, because God knows everybody is out there with some kind of um, alternative uh, stimulation to what's going on. Right. 
you know, so I think we're at a point where things like that are going to start being mainstream. There was a, I watched a, did you watch that, um, was it 2020 or something about the kids in Virginia that needed it and they were going to Colorado to yes. get it? And I know someone here who did that. They yeah. literally moved their kid to Colorado. Because he had some, he had some kind of mental illness, and I don't yeah, remember. But whatever what it, was. it was worked. Yeah, yeah. And it was legal in Colorado, so that's where he went, and that's where he still is. Yeah, and, and if he's a productive member of society, he is. just he's because he's got a of job, little, he's got a yeah. dog. You know, he's doing well. Yeah, and and he was not doing well here, and they were giving him, you know, the the general pharmaceutical protocol, and it wasn't Which working. Doesn't always work, right? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes just something, just an alternative, you know, and, and, um, so I'd, I'd like to know more about it because, well, I think, I think what happens is, is that the, uh, you know, the, um, the witch doctors come out, right? you know, and, oh yeah, we have, we have this CBD oil and we have this and we have that and you're really throwing your money to the wind and you're saying, well, this really doesn't work. Maybe I better go back to the conventional way. Whereas if we had it so that it was more mainstream. Well, if it was regulated, better, right, I think and, it's, you know, well, in the wild, necessarily wild necessarily regulated. It doesn't have to be regulated. It just has to be readily available um, nationally. Like, like why, why is it that um, your friend's son can move to Colorado and have a productive member of life, uh, be a productive member of society, but can't have live a productive in life, but can't live in Florida. Right, the stuff is yeah. available in Colorado. Why can't it be available here? Why why allow the market to sell garbage to make money when all you need to do is just make the law that. You know, reciprocity. What's good in Colorado should be good in Florida. And that's the crazy thing about, and I think that's what we Well, some states don't even have, you know, the medical marijuana that seems to be very helpful for a lot of people. I know people that got off Parkinson's medication, got off antidepressants, Mm -hmm. things that were causing them to have tremors and, you know, it, it can, but, you know, when I say regulated, I mean... Let's make sure that if you're buying it and it's supposed to be it's, a certain percentage board, that it yeah. really is. Yeah, it's above board and it's right. and it's yeah. Yeah. And and I think I think you get that with the medical. I don't know anything about the industry in Colorado and California mm-hmm. and Alaska and the other states that do it, but apparently there are different types and shades and grades of it and you you it's like going to a bar and getting a drink. Yeah, my brother Mike lives in San Francisco, and he says that the um, the uh, I don't know what they call them, dispensaries. Yes, you, you go in and there's big big glass jars, and there's you know like all the different names and all the different things, and then there's the edibles, and then there's the CBD oil. Right. Uh, you know, so they have access to that, and it and it's you know. If they're using it to, um, which which I'm sure a good 
piece of I'm sure that there was good intentions with with oxys when they first came on the market. I don't think they want to wipe out the world. Right. But they right? did. But <laughs> they, they started did. something But big. they did. So if so if these dispensaries ultimately end up wiping out the city of San Francisco because everybody's all dooted out, then shame on us as humans for doing that. But if but if it's helping individuals lead a productive life, then I'm all for that. Yeah, me too. But I, that may be more leaning more toward the medical variety, you know, where, where you – but oh, yeah. all of it's very strange. In Florida, they – when it has to be delivered, and they put a GPS in the car that's delivering it to you. And so they – you know, you can't stop when mm-hmm. you're on a delivery. It has to be done in cash. The cash has to be kept in a safe on the property where it's grown. It can't be put in a bank. It's it's all really weird, and they they only allow a certain number of places where they you know, where you can grow it. I think they use the seven water districts in Florida. Okay. And each one of them got Has one one yeah. farm or whatever you call it now, and they were getting ready to do more. How many people have medical licenses in the state? Do you know? Quite a few. Um, I Quite was, a few, like what, ten thousand or probably at least. And you yeah. know, they're all physicians. But I was very surprised there were plastic. No, no, so, no. I mean individuals that that that. Um, oh, that oh, yeah. that have license to to yeah. Well, get what it? would it be called yeah. a, a prescription? It, they do, no, they do call it a license. Actually, okay. it's licensed, not prescribed. And you you have to get it from a doctor who's been certified to do it. I guess they have to take a course or something. Yep. Um, but I was very surprised at the number of doctors that I know. So if I get it, so if I get a, a license uh, to have medical marijuana, um, the pharmacy or whoever it is, the dispensary throws somebody in a car, little Joey in a car, yeah, with a GPS it on it, and they know he's come right to my house yes. with it, and it I got to pay. Cannot go anywhere else. Isn't it? Well, I think they were just you know they were trying well, to I guess keep it from to, being yeah. Used illegally, or there were they they don't want any questions about it. But there are some states I know Georgia is trying to get medical marijuana now, they don't even have it yet. But it does seem to be you know, I, I know people with multiple sclerosis whose lives have really been positively affected by it, right? Because they they switched from all the drugs they were taking, you know, from the pharmacy to this, and it it's better, hmm. it's better. Well, it's like we're out of time. Again, so... Because you said so? No, not because I said so. I was just reading it said something about Arizona. But yeah, there's a lot of states that are ultimately coming around. Um, and uh, this is something else we can pick up. I, I, I got to get that I got to get that uh, gentleman on so he can share about oh, that CBD would be oil. Awesome. And, I would love to yeah. pick his brain about that. So with Miracles in Recovery... Hope is in your corner. That it is. Have a good night, folks. Good night. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.